common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Daniel Penny, who was involved in the chokehold death of homeless man Jordan Ely, he was arraigned just a few hours ago. And some really powerful comments coming from his legal team after the arraignment. Joining us now is the attorney for the former Marine, Daniel Penny, Thomas Kenneth. Thomas, great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. Uh, talk about the arraignment um, and also the statements afterwards. Obviously, in the arraignment today, he pled not guilty. Um, talk about where the defense goes from here. Yeah, hey, Rita, always good to be joining you guys. Um yeah, I mean, you know, the, the arraignment is uh, mostly a, a procedural formality at this point. A lot of people are confused and said, well, you know, why was there the arraignment that happened a few weeks ago? And then this one, well, you know, that's just a procedural mechanism in New York. First, you have a criminal court arraignment. Then if when there's an indictment, as there was in this case, you go to Supreme Court and get arraigned. So, and then, know, a, But then afterwards, back. afterwards, you guys came out and you basically said, <laughs> Um, it is not just um, him on trial. It's basically self-defense is on trial. I thought that was really powerful. Explain that to our audience. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It was actually my law partner, Stephen Razor, that made that comment. And, you know, I, I remember growing up um, and, and at some point, I think, in elementary school, learning about Kitty Genovese. And that was a case that I think my social studies teacher had touched on. And if those aren't familiar, that, that was a, a you know sort of a watershed moment in yep. New York City in the 1960s, where uh, and there'd been numerous psychological studies on it and so forth, where where the victim Kitty Genovese was you know uh, murdered uh, in, in a street side encounter in Queens, and and no one called 911, no one no one ran to her aid. I didn't say the nine one one system back there, but, but but basically every everyone just just turned a blind eye to it, and, and it, you know for, for decades people said you know how how could this happen? Well, if you look at this case and you look at the plight of my client who you know didn't turn a blind eye and stepped up to protect himself and and the others on the train and now finds himself in this predicament. Well, you know, it's very easy to, to see a situation where when the next incident comes, you know, no one does anything. Absolutely. By the way, what's happened to the other guys? Remember, there are the two other guys um, that were holding um, Jordan Neely down. And I, I've told everybody, clearly the people on the subway felt the threat was the homeless guy, Jordan Neely, because they were helping your client, the Marine Daniel Penny, hold him down. Yeah, what happened to the other yeah, two guys? What, yeah, what happened with them? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I mean, some of these questions, you know, obviously are better posed to the district attorney's office. Um we, 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 through our investigation, we, we identified one of those individuals. We've we been in touch with him. Uh, he has a counsel, um, you know, but we've had no indication as to, uh, you know, what, what the district attorney's intention is there. I, I don't think that, uh, so far as we know, they don't intend on prosecuting anyone else other than our client. I don't want to see anybody else prosecuted. I don't want to see my own client prosecuted in this case. But that's interesting. Um, but, but, that's interesting that yeah. you don't see any indication that they're going after because you can why, contend why, why they're holding they, them pro, down. Why are they only prosecuting one person? It's either, well, three were sitting on top of this guy. Yeah, I, I mean, again, John, you know, look, I don't want to I don't want to make it look like I'm campaigning to see anyone else prosecuted. And I'm not. I don't think anyone should be prosecuted. I don't case. think, any, by the way, I don't think anybody yeah. should have been prosecuted. Um, and we're yeah. going to give your client a ticket tape parade up, uh, up Fifth Avenue or wherever, because he I think he's a hero versus a, a uh, criminal. 
Yeah, and by the way, yeah, did, you know, did John, you hear, sorry, Thomas? No, you know, I was going to say to John's point, did you hear today um, the attorneys for uh, Jordan Neely's family came out? And afterwards, this was an amazing comment. I couldn't believe they they were like, they were saying everybody who donated to your client's defense fund, and it's close to three million bucks, as you know, um, a lot of it's a give, send, go. Uh, you should get your money back. Uh, ask for a <laughs> refund because nothing's going to help. Uh, boy, they were really, they were fighting words we, there. We, we won't post that to the Razor Knit website. Hey, Tom, um, Tom, this is yeah, former yeah. Congressman Pete King. I have one big question for you. What have you heard about the toxicology report? Congressman, you were my congressman because I'm a Massapequa guy. Oh, my God, I'm Seifert. Um, okay, very good. <laughs> I grew up in Massapequa. You know, uh, what we've heard about the toxicology report and the uh, the, the autopsy is there is, no, there is none yet. Um, you know, uh, we keep hearing that the uh, medical examiner's office has a backlog of cases. Well, I mean, frankly, I, I've seen that in other cases I've handled as well. Uh, so it, it just doesn't exist yet, as far as we're told. That's stunning. Uh, Judge Weinberg? Tom, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again. I'm I'm very puzzled. Like just uh, recently, I was uh, not that long ago. I was standing before you, and you did a great job. You did a great job. But I'm I'm amazed. Back then, (laughs) I'm amazed in a case like this that they didn't put this at the top of the list to find that out because it's very very important to know what the physical condition of this gentleman was and whether in fact this pressure was the proximate cause of of the death. And they have an absolute obligation to dispel any illusions on this. They should be pressed on this, Tom. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, look, there is no question, as you know, Judge, that the defense is entitled to this. Um, we're going to get it. Um, if there is a delay that is, you know, inordinate, then that's something that we're going to have to take up with the court and will do so. I hope it doesn't come to that. But I, I think it also underscores, you know, why you, no one should read anything into the fact that the, the, the grand jury indicted here. I mean, you know, indictment is mostly a procedural formality. It's evidence of nothing. That's one of the first things jurors hear when they walk into a courtroom for a criminal trial. And we know that we have a, we had a grand jury presentment here where, you know, critical evidence, and we're talking the autopsy report, the toxicology, well, couldn't have even been presented because it wasn't available yet. So that's something that everyone should, should keep in mind. So where does the case go from here um, and and any sense of the timeline? Because, again, everybody, we're talking to the attorney for the former Marine, Daniel Penny, of course, tied to the subway chokehold death, uh, the case that everybody around the country is talking about. Give us a sense of the timeline here, uh, Thomas. Yeah, criminal cases, you know, especially ones like this, are, are you know, are marathons, not sprints. Um, so, for instance, uh, we're in court today, Judge Wiley. I mean, the next court date is October 25th, so we're going out, uh, you know, three, four months already, and that's just really for return on motion practice. So what's going to happen between now and then is we're going to get discovery, hopefully all the discovery pretty soon. Um, there'll be a, a litany of written motions that will be submitted to the court, challenging the sufficiency of the grand jury presentation and many other issues. So, um, you know, we'll get a decision on that in October. At that point, you know, it'll probably be a date for hearings. I don't foresee any circumstance where this case could be tried, you know, any time before well into next so year. So, Counselor Ed Cox here, how is your client holding up all this? How's he doing? He, you know, he, he, he's doing as well as as well as anyone could expect under the circumstances, a hell of a lot better than I'd be doing uh, if I was in his shoes. Um you know, this is someone as okay. a teenager who took an oath to defend the, the, the Constitution of the United States and, and entered the Marine Corps. 
you know, so he obviously has a different uh, type of metal than the average person. That's and, for uh, sure. Well, before, we got to go on. You know, Thomas, keep Thank working you. hard for uh, for the Marine, Daniel Penny. We're going to give him a ticket tape parade. Thank you so much for calling in.